Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of a songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. I cannot thank you enough for joining us, downloading the podcast, and listen. You know, over the past few weeks, we've had a record number of downloads, and I have you to thank for that and for sharing it out there to the point that we can now uh, monetize the show, which is just fantastic. Uh, so we get a little money for this, and that's that's the cool. That was the dream, you know. But you made it happen, and we want to thank you for that. I've got a great guest that I'm going to introduce you to. She is amazing, and I can't wait for you to hear her music and the stories behind her great songs. But first, let me tell you about Discover Sooner. DiscoverSooner.com is where you'll find out more information. It's a great organization. It is a group of folks that get together, make profiles about. About themselves and they're all songwriters folks songwriters want publishers and music people that you can connect with so if you're looking for someone to collaborate or maybe you're looking to make connections with publishers maybe you want a publishing deal on down the line somebody that can help get your songs placed discover sooner can help you do just that my friend nancy deckett was on uh, episode two of season two and she told us more about discover sooner she she created it and it's a great organization so after the podcast today discover sooner Dot com is what I'd like you to go to and uh, enjoy that. I think you will. Our guest is Randy Driscoll. She's got an amazing story that we're going to share with you, but I'm going to start with a song that's really going to touch you. The year we stayed home. This is a great video that you'll find, too, on YouTube. Randy Driscoll on the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Remember when we couldn't go outside And if we did, the space between us Six feet apart, we held each other with our eyes. Remember when we couldn't go outside? Remember when together meant alone? We worshipped in our kitchens, in our schools, were in our homes. A window to the soul, we tried to let each other know we weren't together, but we were never. Oh, we 
hushed and quietly we watched the numbers rise. Swore we'd never take for granted what we loved and what we lost. Remember when we found out what it cost? So now we hug a little longer, yeah, we kiss a little stronger. Treat our neighbor and a stranger as a It's an amazing song. It's our guest, Randy Driscoll, on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Randy, thanks for joining us. Good to see you. It's nice to see you. I'm so happy to be here. What an honor. Thanks for asking me. It's an honor to have you. You know, I'll tell you the kind of performer that Randy is. um, You could be in a smoky bar room where we've played, (laughs) and the minute she uh, starts singing and and playing that piano... um, it's you can hear a pin drop. It's just everybody quiets and, and listens. Uh, she is an award-winning songwriter and an actress. She's done film and, and TV commercials. So we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. And uh, theater, and she's performed at a lot of really cool places like uh, the Lincoln Center, um, the Ford Theater. My goodness, in Japan, um, and uh, you know, and today she's going to perform around the dining room table yeah. <laughs> on the best, podcast. The best of all of them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And the commute was awesome. So, <laughs> Oh, yes. We found out that we're kind of neighbors. I know huh? we are. I love that. Yeah. Love that. that is kind of cool. Well, let's find out a little bit more. First of all, it's the stories behind the songs. And that song is so powerful. And I've heard you Thank do you. this at different shows and things. Uh, we had a, it was a rough year. It wow. really was, it you know. It was. It is. <laughs> we did. We are. Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah, that song um, came together in so I wrote it in May of 2020 and I wouldn't know that except that I emailed the lyrics to myself right so I have the date but um my husband and I when the pandemic shut everything down you know for all of our songwriter friends it was like what are we going to do now right tours were canceled I all my shows were canceled Mm. um so I turned to my husband Andrew and I said we should run a little show from upstairs in our in our music room we should do a live show and we should just do it every night and we should get on and call somebody every night FaceTime with people and just make sure everyone's okay and at first it's thank you at first yeah. it sounded like a very possible thing we'd be at it a week or two <laughs> and little did i know 70 consecutive episodes later of randy's live yeah <laughs> randy's live um it was it yeah. was a little like we a little hee-haw from home i like to call it you know my daughter was the stage manager we did skits my husband was everything you know sound lighting he producing did. the whole thing and Andrew um, did a wonderful job and skylar too yeah, your daughter she, so she was, a, she was yeah. a doll so during that time i thought well if we're going to be doing this this facebook live show every night and making connection, we need a theme song. So I, I wrote a song about what I thought the world would look like when we came out of the pandemic. And mm. the, the chorus was just easy for me. It was, we'll hug a little longer and we'll kiss a little stronger and we'll treat one another kindly. You know, those were sort of the vibes. And if you, you know, right when everything shut down, all you wanted to do was run out and hug someone, right? And yeah. people really, you know, came together. And I know we've had a very up and down year and a half, but I still firmly believe that, you know, we are 
we are a better together in this beautiful human race, right? And, God bless you. I and think we, so too. we get through the race together. And so mm-hmm. I see all of these moments. So the song became sort of the theme song, but I wasn't able to record it until this year, right? Mm-hmm. And with some beautiful musicians at Omnisound here in Nashville. And then we did a video for oh, it. So that's it's sort wonderful. of wonderful. And, and you will find that on YouTube, yes. by the way. Please look it up. Randy Driscoll. It's R A R A N D I. That's it. You got it. And Driscoll, and you will find it. It's the year that we stayed home. Yes. I've seen you do that at show. Yes. We get everybody up on stage singing yes. along with you, it's including everybody cool. in the audience. It's so, pretty cool when yeah. everyone's singing Hug a Little Longer. I just yes. love it, man. It feels good. We're just sending the vibrations out, right? So. That's cool. It is so cool. I want to tell the story about how I first met you. Oh, I love it. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> there was a little bar called, um, and we had we just had Parker and Delaire oh, on the show. Did. So yeah, great. just a couple weeks world. ago. I love Fra- them. Frank Parker and uh, Tom Delaire, and Tom and his wife owned this place called Betty Lou's. Yes, they do. And on Sunday nights, they would have these great songwriter rounds, and Keith Burns would come from Trick Pony, and Sam Tate, who's a hit writer here in this town, lots of big hits, and and lots of other people, and and it was just a great hang, getting to know people, and playing your songs, and sharing your songs, and I used to go every Sunday night, and then they started doing these... um, little contests you know they had uh, they had a Christmas uh, best Christmas song mm-hmm. so you'd write your Christmas song and come in and perform it and then uh, come uh, around Valentine's Day they said well look, we're gonna do a love song okay we're do come come with your best love song and uh, we'll have a contest and so that night Randy and Andrew come walking in and she had an amazing story to share mm-hmm. and I'm gonna let you tell the story but I'm just gonna tell this part of the story uh, she got up on that stage and performed this song and blew everybody away. I mean, I, you look around and there was just mouths were just dropped, jaws were dropped. People were like, uh, and we all knew, end of story, it was going to win. And it did. <laughs> you won. <laughs> so I'm going to let you tell your part of that story because it, you really have a, it's an interesting story there. Well, it, and I get goosebumps just hearing you talk about it. Every time I tell the story, I still get the same crazy feelings inside. Um, so what was funny was we had only lived here a short while. We yeah. moved here. So that's going on like maybe close to three years now. We, we moved here after my mom. Um, we were taking care of her during her second you know, bout with cancer. Mm. And mom didn't make it the second time. And oh. it was a big wake-up call for our little family of three to you know, re- rethink life and, and what we wanted to do and where we wanted to be. And so we moved to Nashville. And one of the things that I found when I moved here was it came across one day that there was a bar called Betty Lou's. And I thought, that's crazy. I never hear that name, but that was my mom's name. So oh, yeah. I said, we've got to go. And I all I knew was that they were did, like you said, some songwriter nights. And so I had it in my mind this particular night. They were doing some kind of a songwriter round or something. We went to Betty Lou's. It was raining, I remember that uh, night. I do remember it was raining. And we walked in, and I found a guy walking around with a sign-up sheet, and that was Will. And I said, excuse Bill me. Will Dakota. Will Dakota. He's a great. We're going to have to have him on the show I know, sometime. right? So yeah. I said, well, there were so many songwriters there mm-hmm. that night, right? And I yeah. said to him, are you taking sign-ups? And he said, well, you better hurry if you want to sign up, because <laughs> we know we're done. And I said, oh, oh, yeah, put me on. And I said, but I play a keyboard. He said, well, did you bring it? We don't have one. I said, I, I have one in the car. So we, you know, always travel with a keyboard pretty much. So we... <laughs> We got up there, and when they said it was a love song contest, I said, you know, I don't actually have a traditional love song, but I do have a song that I wrote about my mom and her passing, and the fact that when she left this realm and went upstairs, she got to reunite with her favorite dance partner and the love of her life. 
It's a um, love song. It I'm is. Sorry. That is. And then yeah. I said, so I think maybe I'll play that. And mm-hmm. the rest was history. It was such a beautiful night for me because I met so many people like you that night and just immediately fell into this community of writers and and also just being able to step in that bar, Betty Lou's, and sing Betty Lou's song, um, yeah. a love song to my mom and dad about reuniting in heaven at a place a lot like Betty Lou. So mm-hmm. there's no, you know, there's no coincidence there. So yeah. here am I. I'm singing the Bob Singer song, uh, Betty Lou getting out tonight. Yeah. You know, <laughs> rocking it up. <laughs> You've got this beautiful love song, which I'm hoping that you will play for I would us. Love to. Can you I do would, that? I would. I would love to. Randy Driscoll is our guest. This is the Songwriter Connection podcast. She's got her piano plugged in and she is around the dining room table as we say thank you Lights right up when 
she walks into the place As if not a moment's past She falls into his arms at last And nothing's perfect But this is perfect There is a bar in heaven Where your drinks are free And any time, day or night, you find an open seat Your hands are never tired, your legs are never weak The game is on, the coffee's strong, the beer's ice cold, the whiskey's neat The band's playing 24-7 Those angels gonna dance on that long if you let them They're having one hell of a good time Stop until the sun shines It's a happy hour In heaven Amen 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 Hallelujah Hallelujah Amen Amen I'm going to tell you, that night at Betty Lou's, there wasn't a dry eye in the place after that. Randy, that's an amazing song. Thank you so much. Just, I still get a little choked up singing it, especially I, with that beautiful introduction, yeah. I can, I can see that you do. I do. And, I feel like they're, you know, those angels are still around. They yes, were in they that are. bar that night. I know they were. Yes, they were. Absolutely. <laughs> and you made a video of that, too, that people can see on, oh, on YouTube. And yes. it's a great video, right? And the video, cra- okay, here's another crazy story. No uh-huh. coincidence. The video was filmed at Betty Lou's. At Betty Lou's? course okay and we and we used some of the regulars were there the day of the shoot and it was funny i was trying to get um a uh, a director friend of mine from los angeles jesse true um filmed it but the director was ryan forbes a dear friend of mine from from california and we were looking at his schedule and he knew my mom and he just mm-hmm. adored her and so it it had to be him that did it but his schedule was so full i said when can you fly out i gotta see if we can get betty lewis he said the only date that i'm available to film it would be september 22nd which just happens to be my mom's birthday oh my so imagine we filmed oh. yeah we filmed it at it's betty lewis for betty lou on betty lou's birthday i mean there you go oh yeah <laughs> i am <have> goosebumps <laughs> Yeah, so it's a, a that song story. will forever mean so much to me. It's it's really oh. special, and and of course being at Betty Lou's that night, I met you. Yeah, so that was, was awesome so good too. To meet you. Yeah, yeah so good absolutely. To meet you. And you had me on your your Facebook Live show. I, that I was did. some fun. You were an awesome guest too. <laughs> an awesome guest. Yeah, it was. I was feedbacking <laughs> all over the places. I didn't have my headphones on, and I should have known better. <laughs> but but once we got that out of the way, we did all right. No, that was yeah, it was great. It was great to be able to connect with you that way right do yes. whatever you can it was right? really cool that you did that it was neat I, i'd watched most every show Thank you. it was a good distraction for us too you I know bet. i mean a bunch of creatives in a house with not a whole lot to do it was just gave us community and i was telling someone the other day we would interview people from like you do mm-hmm. from you know all, all over to get their story right and people right. have such incredible stories we even had um an old student of mine a former student, I should say, who was on a cruise ship performing. The cruise ship was stranded off the coast of Spain, but she had Wi-Fi, so she was able to call in as a guest and oh tell my. us what her experience was like not being able to come home to America because she wow. was off. Yeah, 
So oh. it was pretty incredible. It was. It just felt like a way to share people's stories to remind everyone that we're all in this together, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and you know, this kind of thing, like all of these, the podcasts, the live shows, they're so important for connect- it, it connection, is. right? Songwriter Every, connection. Connection, that's the whole thing. And everybody's got a story. I mean, we're surrounded by Everybody. songwriters here in this town, mm-hmm. and each one has an amazing story. So I want to know a little bit more about the Randy Driscoll story. Now, I know you moved here from right. California. We did. It was uh, San Diego? We did. Um, Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach. Yep. Okay, so between San Diego and exactly that and LA. was the plan, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we, we were working. I was working a lot in San Diego, and Andrew was working in Los Angeles. So we tried to split the difference, you know. And he was doing TV. He was do yes. He was in television production, and he's also a, a fabulous actor. And, he is. Um, we did that for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. We were there for ten years, and um, the you know it it was a wonderful time. Our friends are there, whom we still love and adore. But it it got really hard. Andrew's commute was four hours a day. Can you imagine point. that? I did imagine uh, it every night when he missed dinner. Yeah, um, oh. and you know, like I was saying before, I introduced happy hour when, mm-hmm. when you lose the last sort of member of your immediate, you know, family, it's kind of like okay, we really need to reassess. And Skylar Faith was young; she was like four at the time, and she turned to Dad one night saying good night to her because that was about the time he'd get home. And she said, um, "Daddy, will you ever be home for dinner?" And I thought, mm. "Oh, okay, yeah. we need to reassess." You know, mm-hmm. we had a very happy, happy life there, but it was time for us to reassess. So I'd been visiting here for so long, Nashville for so long that we just it made sense for us to move yeah. our little family here. And here you the are. rest is history. And now yeah. I'm in your dining room, and I love it. <laughs> what do you think of Nashville so far? Oh, we love it. it. We is love it. Great? We we had great friends here, so that was comforting to know that we'd be moving where you know we had good friends. But mm-hmm. then our neighbors are wonderful. The people that we've met are wonderful. Obviously, the songwriting community is just so—it's it's amazing, incredible. The community and is the right word. It is, and it's—it's—it's uh-huh. it's, it's not. It's unlike other cities. You know, growing up in New Jersey and did a lot of music in New York, and then was in LA for a long time. Both of those are you grew vibrant. Up in, I was going to ask New Jersey, in New Jersey, Jersey girl, Maplewood, New Jersey, absolutely, wow, absolutely. Okay. And, so, and how far from New York? City? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. So, I was really lucky. I took for a while. I took voice lessons in the city. Wow. I would get on a bus and go right in, and yeah, it was awesome. Um, wow. so. But I know both of those, you know, communities and they're vibrant and incredible and amazing. And they're still different than Nashville, you know, yeah. it's just, it's a different vibe everywhere you go. And I think in particular for singer songwriters and lyricists, people that love the, you know, the, the lyrics of a song, it's that Nashville's a beautiful place to have community. Oh yeah. I'm sure you find that too. Yeah. It definitely is. And the co-writing thing, have you fallen to, into that right. yet? Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was doing that a lot. Um, out Even in California, but different, yes, mm-hmm. but in like different ways. And yeah, how's it different? It's just, well, like a lot of visiting with people or not as it's, um, how to explain it? It's not timed, you know, here it's yeah. like, I've got to write at 10, I can see at one for a write, and then I've got another one at six, right? <laughs> yeah. That is different. Two, three a day. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. Crazy. In LA, it's a lot more like, hey, I might be in town, we should get together, you know, maybe if you're around. So it's a little <laughs> bit different. Wow. Um, but the neat thing about being in, in California and doing it was, because I was also, um, you know, a vocal a vocal instructor out there and a piano teacher out there, I would end up writing with a lot of different people, a lot of different genres. Like I worked on a gospel CD and I did some, you know, country, I did pop, I did, you know, so that's a neat thing too, yeah, being able to really sort of dive into all of it because a good song is a good song is a good song, right? Regardless of genre. Right, exactly. We, we've so. talked about it so much on this show. Yeah. I hate to put people in genres no. because, um, you know, the real successful ones have built their own genre, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know? Totally. I hate to put anybody in that little, you know, that's for the music people. That's for <laughs> right, the that's business, for the music business, business side, right? right. Uh, but I hate to put anybody in a 
compartment, you know, and yeah. say, you are this, you are that. But I think doing that, I think writing with lots of different kinds of writers or artists that had a, a vision of what they, um, I worked with a beautiful woman in, in California who had an idea of what she wanted, a ba- basically like an R&B sort of gospel. Mm-hmm. And she had an idea. She just couldn't actually put the chords to it, right? So she had a beautiful idea for a melody, but she she needed, like we always say, a song doctor to sort of come in. Uh, and But doing things like that opens you up. You get ideas from that. And you even do. if you, like we, we know the kind of music I write is, is really like singer-songwriter with a taste of this and a taste of that mm-hmm. um, and piano-driven mostly, right? right. But writing in those other genres it's like you uh, opens your mind up to possibilities that you hadn't even thought of before so that's why I love that too that's great can we talk you out of another song oh yes and when we come back I'm going to talk about how it all began with you oh here we yeah. go yeah what you going to sing for us so I'm going to sing since we were talking about her I'm going to sing a song that I wrote for my little girl and uh, I know that this this show is all about you know the stories behind songs and, and just mm-hmm. you know songwriters and, and how they get there so this is a great songwriter story this is my, my little girl was at a show that I did in, in Franklin before the pandemic mm-hmm. and she heard me sing and at the end she walked up to the merch table you know and she saw my CD and she said she'd like a CD. And I thought, okay, sure, take a CD. That's great. And so she grabbed one of each, you know, and she, and I mean, any songwriter will know, or a lot of songwriters will know, if you've got CDs, they're in your garage somewhere in a box and you have a few extra. So she <laughs> yeah, took them, do. right? She took them and she came home and she's, she's, she was eight when this happened, I think, eight or eight or seven. And she, she looked at me and she didn't know how to play it, right? She was like, what, what do this? I do with this? I just get my music on YouTube or Spotify <laughs> or like I swipe something. What am I doing? Yes. So I had a boom box, like a real honest to goodness boom box. And I brought it out and I showed her how to play it. And she thought that was so cool. And the next day she had a friend over and her door was closed and I was doing laundry. And I heard in her room, Skylar Faith was singing my songs, which I didn't even know she was paying that close attention, but she was singing every word wow. at the top of her lungs. Nine years old, right? Yeah. 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 At the, yeah, at the time, it, like maybe eight. And maybe she eight. was just, she was just killing it. I thought, oh my gosh, first of all, I couldn't believe she listens, right? Cause we bring her to a lot of shows, but she pays attention. And second of all, I thought that just felt so good. Oh, I said, yeah. I don't know what, you know, fame quotes, right? Air quotes feels like, but but like if that's what it is, if that's what it means to be famous, that feels incredible. Mm. And I told that story to my um, my music partner and, and percussionist Noah Heldman, and he he said, "Well, I think you got to write a song about that." And I did, <laughs> so I'm going to play it right now. All right, this it's a good one. It's Randy Driscoll on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Walk on the moon, but I'm telling you. 
Driscoll, famous in her eyes. Yeah. For Sky. For Sky. She's so adorable. She's amazing. Good kid. Good kid. She really is. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Now, you've been on stage with a wide variety of great <laughs> folks. Jan- Jason Mraz, <laughs> Pat Benatar, oh, yeah, Bruce Hornsby. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Tell us about that. Oh, it was, uh, so the Bruce Hornsby was actually, that talk about a show, that was through uh, an old um, friend of mine, who mm-hmm. this is a story you might enjoy, who is a an incredible Americana, bluegrass, um, folk, he, many genres artist, uh, but also in his other life, he was a baseball player oh. and a baseball coach, Tim Flannery. Oh. Uh, if you aren't familiar with him, you should check him out. He was a coach of the Padres and then coached the uh, champion, uh, San Francisco Giants, for oh. all of their wins. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. But he's also an incredible musician, incredible musician. And I Didn't sang I sang with him for years. And um, he invited me to do a benefit with him. And, you know, when he told me sort of the lineup for the benefit, it was a bunch of um, sports figures and sports celebrities that was doing a, um, a benefit for animals. But the people on stage playing was like Bonnie Raitt that night oh and Bruce Hornsby. And, I mean, it was Jackson Brown. It was Jackson sort of that. Brown. And what I'll never forget about that was that Tim had um, – three songs that he could do and he he did two of his own and he brought me up to do an anti-hate song that I'd written um, mm. and so it was just a beautiful thing to be able to perform that and so I had a chance to to meet all of them and they sang right after us and it was a pretty glorious night yeah so I've I, I, it's incredible and you know it is it's wonderful because there are some artists that you can watch and gosh you know the minute they hit a note or the minute yeah. they start it's, isn't it just fabulous to yeah. listen to them it really is um, and so yeah I've been really lucky I've shared the stage with a lot of really neat people and done some really really cool venues and I, that's the thing I love 
um, touring. That's one of the reasons the pandemic. You like was to hit the road. So I'd love to. And Do I you? had the Nashville thing down before mm-hmm. I knew it was the Nashville thing. I used to go out for these little like five day things, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, it was if Sky when Skyler was born, it was just enough. You know, I could leave her for a couple days, and Daddy had it. And um, I would be able to do the shows that I wanted to do and come back. And when I got to Nashville, everyone said, well, that's what all the Nashville artists do. Yeah. You know, they yeah. they go out for a short period of time and they come back so they have family time. And I thought, well, yeah. I was doing that a long time ago. <laughs> you were ahead but of I, your time. I do. I love, I yeah. love touring and I love to um, go to different cities and meet different people. And I've been really blessed in my life through a lot of the different charities that I've worked with, um, being able to sort of like go out and do festivals. And, yeah. and that's been something you do a lot that, like I've, that. I, yeah. I've, I've missed doing all of that, the connection, you know? Yeah. And you're an amazing host not only that little facebook live thing but i know you host uh, a writer's night here at the cambria here in nashville and it's one of my favorite ones uh to play because not only uh does it have it's an amazing room and the sound is fantastic mm-hmm. but it has a great hostess she is amazing <laughs> yeah and you bring in some great writers you're sweet yes i think what i'm trying to do with my writer's night um because we've all done a ton right mm-hmm. um and when it was safe to kind of get back at it it was that this beautiful space and i knew i wanted to use they, they weren't doing a lot of original music and I thought, come on, you're this around the corner Broadway. you got to get the people <laughs> right in the cuts. I mean, it's one thing to play the cuts, but you need the people who are going to play you the ones that you don't even know you're going to hear in a month or two, you know? Yeah. So I called on my friends like you and, and some wonderful writers, and I said, let's mm. try to build this thing. And the thing that I try to do is not only, I mean, I know I say the word heart a lot, but it's because I mean it. I try to do a heart-centered night. I try to do a night do. that's diverse, right? So that you're getting all different kinds of acts, you know, you're getting all different kinds of sounds. And people that, you know, I mean, you name it, we have everybody up on that stage. And then I try to make it feel like it's a show show, right? You do. So I don't know if I got that from the Facebook Live thing, but you tell me. You're, yeah. you've been, you oh, know, no, you it's, know. it's I, a show. I'm trying to you have got a your beginning, little, a middle, and the end. Yeah, yeah your Randy Dishkel sign <laughs> yeah, there yeah. next to the tip jar. It's yeah, great. And yeah. we had, uh, last week, I popped up at the end and I said, uh, my, my partner Noah Heldman was in town for a festival that we did. Wow. And he's a phenomenal, uh, you know, guitarist and, and I missed it. I oh, am so been, sad about that. You've been to so many others. It's okay. You're so great but we we got up and i popped up at the end and i said you know what we need a finale we're gonna do a finale i said yeah. and i know writers rounds don't usually do that but, but you i do. make it more like a jam you know <laughs> yes so, you do because i'm so grateful for the time with these players and i uh-huh. feel like and the the audiences have loved it they love yeah. the live aspect they love the original aspect they yeah. love um seeing musicians just coming together and having a good time in a in a space that for me feels safe you know and it feels like I don't know. We love doing it. And I love having you, so I can't wait to come uh, back. Well, I can't wait either. Monday nights at the Cambria, which is yes. on 8th downtown. I think it is. Yeah, around the corner yeah. from Broadway. Off the the corner from Broadway. Broadway. I don't know. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Neat place. One of my favorite rooms. It over. It's it, it walks out into the pool. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what's nice, right? Because it's, so it's kind cool. of open. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's really. Well, I'm really going to talk to you about place. dates for you to come back after this. Uh, we love having you. Well, anytime you need me, I'm there. One of my favorite places to play. Now, I want to find out how it started for you. Now, you're Jersey girl. Oh, yes. California. Sure. <laughs> Neither coast. When, when did you decide tr- that music was the thing for you? How old were you? I was, th- well, I started singing when I was three. So, no. my, yes, my mom and my mom was a great piano player. Yeah. My father was a singer, not professionally, but man, he could have been. He was a sang in the um, USO band and he I mean you know served also but sang and was always singing around the house and he had this big booming voice you know this baritone that was just crazy and so from a young age I knew I wanted to sing sang a lot in church sang a lot in school um, started taking piano lessons early and started mm-hmm. writing my first... It's funny, when we cleaned out my, my mom's house uh, to finally sell it, I looked, looked back in the piano bench at some of my you know original lyrics. And I was all. a very... I'll tell you this. I was a tortured nine-year-old. I don't know what I could have possibly been so worried 
about, but there's heartache in there. Oh. I was a little worried about war, which I don't know how I was, but I mean, I just saw these like reams of lyrics, you know, and I was writing music. I wrote a musical based on you Snow did. White at 10. Uh-huh. At 10. I wrote a church musical at 12. Yeah. So I knew. Wow. My, so, so to me, so music telling. was, was joyful. You know, it uh-huh. was something that I watched them do and it Make was a joyful always noise. fun. Right? Yeah. And I remember being just old enough that we would walk into a particular restaurant or a bar Mm-hmm. And if my father walked in, they would call him up to sing. Wow. And I remember sitting and watching him thinking that was the coolest thing. And I, you know, he never did it professionally, but I, I think I just knew um, wow. at a young age that this was pretty great. It was, people seemed happy and it seemed like something to do and the rest was history. That's so I've it. always done music. Yep. Hooked at a very young age. Yep, yep, yep. That's great. And then moved to California after Jersey. After um, Jersey. Funny, did you go to school in California? I did. I went to you school at, at the University of San Diego and then promptly got into a band hmm? and started playing all over and that was it. I mean, Was it a rock band? It. It what did was, you play? Well, you really want to know? If yeah, we I want to know. We were, <laughs> our, I'll give you this. Our our name was Reckless Abandon. Reckless Abandon. With no C. So just, that's how reckless we are. We just left out that C, right? It, real easy to find, right? Reckless Abandon and we sang like sensitive folk music. So I feel oh. like looking back, someone should have helped us with our branding. Because <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds you, like a heavy metal band. Yeah, if you booked Reckless Abandon and you got me doing your sensitive of folk music you were really out of luck but it was um but it was a great experience and it was you know our first my first time really doing shows and booking shows and yeah. and then um in that band I was only singing and so I was writing lyrics but I was in melody but I was only singing and then I really decided that I wanted to do more with the piano because I really felt that was an instrument for me mm-hmm. that could express a lot of what I was trying to say and so uh after that I just started my solo career and that was it I just that is great. kept going <laughs> still doing it <laughs> now you have CDs out there available I right I do I do yep. I have um, CDs I've made oh my gosh a lot of um, I have one CD that was on a small label um, and then the rest have all been like self-produced and self not self-produced most of them are produced by uh, Larry Mitchell a phenomenal producer and musician um, but like on my own label you yeah, know, or like released own. independently released and, and that's the ones that are making the money today the <laughs> well isn't that funny little it, did we know right yeah, I mean, yeah. Larry was one of the first people that mm-hmm. said you know do it your own way because after the, the right. record deal didn't work out right, right. it was you know it, I was younger and they I had a, a guy come in and say I'm going to make you a, a, a we're going to make a CD and I'm going to pay for the whole thing and you're thinking this is incredible mm-hmm. and then wah, wah, you know kind of yeah. the songs are beautiful and they're out there but you don't really own the you know what do you yeah, own that's right it's now you own them and also yeah. they didn't do anything with it so yeah. I, I I found Larry Mitchell and he's done a bunch of the CDs and one of the smartest things he said was he looked at me and he said do it yourself do it yourself and I did I the did. DIY artists are, are just amazing yeah. and they're out there and you know whether you've, you're searching on YouTube or, right. or Spotify there is just a lot of opportunity right. for artists these days and that's the one good thing about the internet. I, think so I know too. people don't buy records no, anymore, or CDs. <laughs> what are we doing now? Yeah, yeah. It's different. But the good thing is, it's is it's it's out there, and, and also you can put yourself out there. I had um, pushback too on, with different, like when I was working with the label, wanting to do like part of it as a charity. I can I do a lot of nonprofit things, and if I'm in control of it, then I can yeah. I can sort of do it easier. You know, it's it's you can kind of create your destiny with what you want your music. And if I say no, this is an important cause to me, or this is something I want to speak on, then you can kind of do that so and then um the new tracks like the one that you played at the top of the show mm-hmm. those are recorded here with some unbelievable players um and those were produced by dean miller who's a great guy here and i found him again another one of those crazy kismet things we had been trying to work together to do one song for years mm. and it didn't work either he was out of town when i was here or i was pregnant on bed rest when he was here it was like we couldn't make it work and when mm. i got here 
um, I just finally one day got an email. We connected. And so we started with, uh, crazy enough, we started with Happy Hour in Heaven. And I walked into that room and said, I'd like to try it, you know, with this, the live band. I'd like to, and, you know, three chords into it, I was a mess. I just could not believe how beautiful those sounds were. And so I said to him, I'd like to do some more. So little by little, before the pandemic, we did a couple, and then we finished them up. So I should be releasing something very new, very oh, soon. Good. Yeah, like just really soon. Something you can share with us now? Yes, a little yes, sneak preview? Yes. A little maybe? sneak preview of, of, like, you mean, like a tune? Something yeah. from it? Or, yeah, something from it. Well, all the it. ones I just played are, are on it. But, I, you know, I can play a, I have a song I can play. Good. Um, this is an older song that we have a new version of on the CD because a lot of people have had asked. It was on my old, uh, older CD, Glass Slipper. They had asked if I had ever considered making a country version of this song, uh. and I thought, isn't that a cool idea? So this is a this is a tune called Cinderella Left the Ball, and this is oh, the yeah. new uh, new Boots version. Oh, okay, Boots version. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Cinders in a dustpan, back behind the oven, stuck inside since midnight, waiting on your spotlight, waiting for your moment, waiting for your luck to change. You look into the mirror, you only see the scratches, can't you see the real you under all the patches, can't you see the beauty free from the hurt and the pain? Sitting all alone when you should be out there dancing Let them see you dancing, dancing right through the rain Sometimes the ones that matter hurt you the most in the end If the shoe doesn't fit, don't break the glass trying They don't love you back, don't waste your time crying If they can't see the princess, they'll never see the queen If you hoped for the best, here's to hoping You'll never fly if they're dancing on your wings If anyone asks at all, Cinderella left the ball Brushes in a dustpan, back behind the stable Hiding with the horses, waiting on a saddle Waiting for your moment, you're waiting for your luck to change You look into the mirror, you only see a coward But that's not what you are, and this is your hour Can't they see the real you, free from the hurt and the pain Sitting all alone when you should be out there dancing Let them see you dancing, you're riding across the range Sometimes the ones that matter hurt you the most in the end If the shoe doesn't fit, don't break the glass trying If they don't love you back, don't waste your time crying If they can't see the prince, how they gonna see the king? If you knocked on that door and it still wouldn't open If you hoped for the best, here's to hoping You ain't gonna fly if they're standing on your wings If anyone asks at all, Cinderella left the ball To do a podcast, right here with Dave, yes she did Yes she did (laughs) They built you a wall you didn't fit Put you in a box, you jumped out of it 
tried to put you in a tower, but you just ran away. <laughs> like Rapunzel. They tried to tell you what to think. They tried to tell you what to feel. Tried to tell you who to be. But that wasn't real. They'll never see you. Because they're looking the other way. Right? Mm-hmm. We've been there. If the shoe doesn't fit, don't break the glass. Try it. If they don't love you back, don't waste your time crying. If they can't see the princess, man, they'll never see the queen. If you knocked on that door and it wouldn't open. If you hoped for the best, hey, here's to hoping. <laughs> You'll never fly because they've all been standing on your wings. If anyone asks at all. Nashville <laughs> and she sang all the songs she wanted to sing and all the genres she wanted to right and wrote a bunch of new yeah, ones right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Randy Driscoll playing it live right around the dining room table in the songwriter connection oh, I love podcast it. this is so fun that's the country version the boot version yeah, right? it is with some great players oh, and the pedal steel on it is I just cannot wait to hear it I was just going to say you got a horse in there we just need a pedal steel oh and they the stuff they played was un- Dan does more on pedal oh. it was just unbelievable yeah so now when is this new CD coming uh, out soon so soon. it's being mastered as we speak so, good yeah, yeah, yeah. so maybe by the time this podcast yes, uh, streams it's yes, out there yes 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 and they'll look for you where yes. anywhere they find music anywhere right? you can find music right. you know how it is yeah, yeah. yep Spotify yes, YouTube whatever all of the places and I do and I am printing CDs you know because a lot Are of people aren't doing CDs right now but yeah, but uh, it's like a calling card. It's, it is, yeah. and I play festivals and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them, and I play a lot of house concerts. And so when yeah. you're there in another state, oh, good yeah. for you. That's so cool. For first time for me. People, oh, yeah. you are going to love it. The house concert wait. community is one of the best places, not just for a songwriter to perform, but an audience to really see mm-hmm. people in an intimate setting and yeah. sort of get, you know, there's no real distractions. You meet the greatest people. But I will say about the CDs, when I do those kinds of events, the audience really likes to have something tangible that they can, you can sign, you can write a little note, they yeah. can remember it, you know, by. And so I find that, like, the CDs are great for those kinds of things. I understand. Nowadays, people want their music fast. They want it quick. They want it mm. easy, like Skylar Faith. She just wants yeah. to swipe something, and there's Mama's song. But yeah. but I still do. I still do the short run CDs. So, That's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So soon, soon, soon. That is so cool. I'm very excited for you about that. Thank I can't you. wait to listen. I want to thank you for being on our show. Aww. I know you have a busy schedule what and everything. Pleasure. So. This is such a wonderful thing that you do, and you know you're just so good at it. And, oh, thank you. And I, I remember talking about the FaceTime show when you came on. One of my <laughs> friends that was watching a, a viewer from California who watched just like you every, I mean, seventy. She watched all of them, yeah. and she said, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, that guy when he started talking sounded like a DJ. I said, "Did you watch the rest of the show?" <laughs> he, he was. He is. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really. It's, this is wonderful that you Face do for this. Radio. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, no, it's wonderful that you do this, and this is just such a joy. You know, songwriters, we do love to talk about the process and we mm. love to talk about the art behind, you know, the song and because and, it's a part of us, right? You know, it that. is. It's it's like our, our, our all of our children running around or our songs, right? Different you know, for me, life. too, to hear the stories behind the songs and to find out more about your journey right. and to share your success. Right. I mean, it's just so much uh, happiness for me right. to uh, to hear that, you know, Thank and you. to experience that kind of vicariously through you. Aww, so, yeah, sweet. very Thank cool. How me. about one more song? Okay. And then we'll take her out. Randy Driscoll is our guest. Look for her online. She's out there. Look for if you're in Nashville to Cambria, any place that you play around. Look for her. Randy with an I. <laughs> okay? Yes. She's amazing. This is a new one. I'm excited about this one. I think uh, it will be on the CD. 
and it's about struggling with grief. And I feel like mm. with the past year and a half that we've all had, we um, we've all struggled with it, right? And um, but this song talks about how it's just when you when you think you're over it, when you think it's you know not there anymore, and it's the craziest time it can come through, right? right. And so this is just for all of us um, uh, who have been dealing with a whole lot the past year and a half, right? Yeah. so much. Randy is an amazing songwriter, um, performer, hostess, 
and just an all-around beautiful person. Thank you for being on our show. Thank you. Certainly appreciate it. Having me. This has been a joy. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, friend. So glad to know you. Same here. Join you next time on Songwriter Connection Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.